try to, to respond to, to the questions we have received in, in the Q&A section of, of this webinar. And uh, so um, hopefully uh, you have had um, some sort of <laughs> information that, that has interested you. Unfortunately, uh, some of you have uh, kind of presented us with, uh, with cases where, where you wish to get our opinion whether or not uh, a situation is, is regarded as, as mobbing. Uh, unfortunately, uh, as we said, every mobbing case requires thorough investigation. So uh, just um, reading um, a descri short description of the case doesn't enable us to, to give you our uh, <laughs> good opinion or, or, or conclusion whether, whether the situations are regarded uh, as mobbing or not. Uh, but um, uh, to kick off um, uh, this uh, Q&A session, I would perhaps uh, ask my colleagues to, to comment on uh, whether or, or do, do you see that um, uh, your clients, uh, who are mostly employers, uh, I presume, uh, are they aware of, uh, of mobbing related legislation or, or how is the uh, the situation because as I said in Estonia there are only like four percent of employers who know about these issues. How about your countries? So let's start maybe with uh, with Latvia. Yes, uh, thank you. That uh, uh, since uh, uh, since in Latvia this this uh, mobbing cases have been uh, litigated quite actively, so so then uh, then I would say the the employers at, at least quite quite big part of them are are very much aware of these uh, of of these cases and and related risks. Uh, what is uh, quite interesting is that that very big part of these mobbing cases actually are are uh, uh, state officials or or or, or employees uh, uh, employed by the state uh, 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 arguing uh, that there has been mobbing situation against various state institutions like ministries agencies and so on so so and and uh, and then there is question so if if things like that happen happen in state institutions, then 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 what what lessons then then private uh, private employers could could actually learn, uh, but uh, uh, but but still according to the, uh, the recent survey surveys so uh, six, uh, around sixty percent of all employees uh, consider state institutions as a better employer than the, than than private companies uh, so uh, i would say that 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 in latvia there there is i i cannot uh, uh, ground my 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 opinion with uh, with, uh, with any uh, surveys or opinion polls but 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 i at least have a feeling that that employers are are quite well aware about this um, uh, mobbing cases and 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 how how bad they could uh, they could uh, turn turn out for the for the company. Pirkolis, that's an uh, interesting question. So, 
I would say that I'm um, very lucky that um, our client base is very educated uh, and in this, this regard as well. And it seems that uh, employers and especially HR managers who are our main clients are aware of uh, mobbing, how it uh, presents and what they should do. And I have had cases where uh, the client uh, has approached us to, you know, to assist on you know how what kind of action they should take if they have noticed some mid-level managers uh, um, taking in a behavior that could be interpreted interpreted as mobbing so management uh, tends to take um, uh, active uh, steps to to make sure that uh, these situations are corrected. However, uh, looking uh, at uh, you know what's written in media, it seems that mobbing is still quite widely um, prevalent practice, unfortunately, and there are types of employers who are still using the tactics of making uh, the work um, as. Uh, as bad as possible for the employees so that they would quit without any severance compensation. Uh, and unfortunately, this happens a lot in the public sector, especially in healthcare sector, where uh, we had some very public cases that uh, not all of them went to court yet, but where uh, there's mobbing among, among um, doctors in, in hospitals and one case even ended in a very high profile suicide of, of a doctor. So this is a really kind of uh, painful subject in Lithuania yet and, and uh, um, the public should be educated better on, on mobbing and how to prevent it. Yeah, thank you. In Belarus, I believe uh, it is not a high level uh, of awareness among the local companies, especially local companies who do not have, for example, a uh, global structure. Yeah, so uh, they may, uh, they are aware about mobbing, for example, in framework uh, psychological aspects, so that uh, the mobbing uh, has uh, in place, uh, it's a really a problem, but not in the framework of uh, legal uh, requirements, uh, legal risks and uh, remedies for them, please. But uh, I believe that uh, we are approaching in the direction of uh, more systematic uh, ensuring uh, the work environment free from harassment, uh, mobbing, bossing, and uh, ensuring ethical standards and so on. Uh, okay, thank you for your, your insight on, on this and then maybe um, um, the last question that uh, we would raise is um, is regarding the anonymity issue because we have had quite several questions um, about this in in Q and A. Uh, so um, whether the one who reports um, that there is mobbing going on either with, with the person himself or herself or with a co-worker, whether the report should be anonymous or, or not. Um, for Estonia, I, I can say that in Estonia the uh, whistleblowing systems um, are so far uh, a little bit a grey area under the legislation because our law doesn't uh, set forth the whistleblowing system yet um, we are about to uh, transpose the relevant directive eu directive uh, however 
uh, whistleblowing systems as, as they are not regulated under law there are there are no rules under the law how to how to handle this and and of course uh, um, when when we know uh, who uh, is involved in the case the, the better it is but uh, but still um, in order to encourage that that people uh, are brave enough to to talk about these cases under their own name uh, the employer should have in place some sort of strategy and rules how they are handling these cases and uh, and it's also very important um, to protect the the reporters from any retaliation or uh, or kind of um, uh, anger or hostility of, of their co-workers or managers and uh, and the importance of, of having such rules in, in places is to prevent also uh, employees from, from going public first uh, with their case, uh, as it happened quite recently in Estonia with a, with a very high profile um, sexual harassment case where uh, the director of the National Opera was, was involved. So uh, to prevent this, it's, um, it's really a very uh, important um, task for the employers to to think how how these matters are are best uh, addressed internally, uh, either than uh, how to protect the the identity of of reporters and 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 so on. But of course, sometimes it's uh, it's difficult when when the highest manager in the company uh, perhaps is uh, engaging in in mobbing. Then. Uh, then it's quite often so that employees uh, do not dare to, to reveal their names. But, uh, but let's uh, hear uh, from others as well. So let's this time start from Tatiana. In Belarus, uh, we also do not have any special regulations in this regard. So I believe uh, it should be somehow regulated locally. Uh, because uh, there is no legal act uh, which should provide clear answer and how uh, better to move on with this issue. So, and creating a clear uh, procedure for reporting any cases, not only mobbing in the company, would be really useful for the employer. But again, no regulations to date in this regard and even no draft regulation, so. Yes, so in Lithuania, whistleblowing is regulated, but I think uh, mm, claims uh, and complaints about mobbing do not actually have to go through whistleblowing channel and could go through other uh, avenues because in Lithuania, as whistleblowing is regulated, it's more related to not individual conflicts between employees, but uh, more systemic uh, issues and issues that are related to the public good. But um, even if we took a whistleblowing, the law does allow anonymous reports. It's just that in case of whistleblowing, uh, I'm sorry, in case of mobbing complaints, it would be very hard to reach a good result with an anonymous complaint because it would not give, uh, in most cases, the employer enough tools and information to properly investigate um, whether there is mobbing or not and to take uh, corrective or disciplinary action um, relating the situation. So I do understand that it is hard for the employees to come forward um, non-anonymously, but um, 
if they do want some kind of specific result as a corrected situation and the perpetrator punished, uh, it's very unlikely that it will be achieved with an anonymous complaint. But where anonymity should be very important is not at the stage of issuing the complaint, but at the stage of uh, investigating the, the mobbing situation and sharing the uh, outcome with the, with the whole staff. So this is where anonymity is very important. And in terms of investigation, only those employees who must know the identity uh, of, of the employee who was complaining should be, should be disclosed this information. Otherwise, the anonymity of the employee should be respected unless they uh, do wish to, 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 to be public with this. The, the employer should, uh, should react uh, um, also to anonymous uh, complaints or, 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 uh, or uh, information because uh, otherwise if it later uh, will turn out that that there have been some some signals or some signs and the employer has has not reacted then it will not not look good uh, good at all 